welcome everyone back to another episode of Not Fighting. I'm Tyler Bishop. And I'm Jenna Bishop. And this is an episode where we'll have both the video and audio both available as you've come to expect it, except for like <laughs> the last couple of episodes where we mess up the audio in one and then... Okay, well, yes, all the things that... And then, you know, I um, just got over covid <laughs> so it finally got me and last week i powered through feeling pretty crappy and then recorded an episode anyway but looked like death so we couldn't we couldn't no we couldn't well in that episode <laughs> i think at the beginning you said something like maybe no one will ever see this because uh-huh. you felt like you just weren't at your best but uh we released it on audio yeah so. No, yeah, I said I, it was probably going to be audio only, <laughs> and it was. You can count on Jenna Bishop to show up. I will do everything in my power and also be responsible to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> I, I, we talked about this ad nauseum in previous episodes, but jujitsu people, I feel like, are some of the least considerate when it comes to, like, uh, communicable diseases. Yeah, was it... Uh, we were listening to, oh, Craig Jones on Joe Rogan. I was listening to him talk and then talk about how he had um, that like weird. Um, staph infection? No, the eye virus. Oh, yeah. Stuff, the whatever, like uh, conjunctivitis or something in the eye and like competed with it and like gave everyone that hit. And it's like, but it was ADCC and I can't. It's only every other two years. And it's like, it's so irresponsible. Like, that's why it spread to everyone. And like, there was people that couldn't compete at all because they had it like really bad. And yeah. then you spread it to everyone. And like, I'm a huge fan of Craig Jones. I like him. But also like, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a kind of a dick move. I think it's something that's like learned in jujitsu early <laughs> on. It's like, Somebody has like ringworm and you're like a white or blue belt and you're like, oh my God, that guy's got ringworm. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do? Like, you know, like stay at home and then treat it. And then once it's well, come back. No. And then people are like, no, I like put tape on it most days when I'm not in a hurry and don't forget. Although like that's something I'm like ringworm. It's like not that big of a deal because it's not really like there's it's like, oh, you're going to be itchy in a spot for like a minute and then it can keep spreading. But like if you just keep it's it like covered, a contagious bug bite. Yeah, it's just like just keep it covered and like keep treating it like keep it covered at, at minimum, you know, and then I'm not I'm not mad at you for training with that. But like staph infection, staph like- infection, those things are life threatening. So probably not. Like, spread that around to people. Also, like, your body, I mean, you can make it way worse for yourself. Yeah. Like, (laughs) training through that stuff. Yeah. But we've heard plenty of athletes um, competing with staph infections. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had various infections in my body before. And even whenever the infection's gone or whatever, it's like, it sucks to, like, go through or whatever. But that's the thing. I feel like... uh, People in jiu-jitsu or martial arts, it's like the same thing with being sick. Somebody's like, uh, I'm not sick, it's just allergies with a fever. Yeah. And you're like, what, bro? <laughs> and they're, and it's like, when did you get sick? And then they're like, yesterday. And they're like, no, you didn't get sick. You are sick, You are man. sick, brah. You sick. Just stay at home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of like how I got COVID is because one of the people that I trained with was just... um had bad allergies yep and gave everybody covid gave everybody allergies <laughs> hey it's just allergic to COVID. by the time they figured out that they had it like they were already like 
I don't know. Oops, you have COVID now. Like, yeah, we all, like, they they tested after somebody else had tested positive because they had a fever and chills and everything. And so it's just like, then by that time, they have a positive test, but like, it's already like probably almost past the 10 days of L- being Low key, cont- all viruses contagious. and bacteria are kind of like, they're sort of a, like an allergy. You're just allergic to that bacteria. Yeah, I am allergic to COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man you better like mask up because pet dander is going around right now i don't understand it's, it's a common thing people are allergic to oh yeah but i don't understand like how that was you know nice. what it would have worked better had i picked like the bacteria or something like i think i get yeah 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 i get it now but like you know i'm working on it it's new material you guys will see soon <sighs> <laughs> and you know that's like something that i um we we can talk about this but like i'm always like encouraging you and i'm always a fan of a lot of the things you do but i know you better than you know yourself i think and i know your strengths and i know your weaknesses and while you are charming and sometimes funny um <laughs> stand-up comedy isn't like your um it's something that I discourage. Stand-up comedy and magic. Yeah. <laughs> magic because it's nerdy. But <laughs> stand-up comedy because, like, you make my mom and her best friend laugh. But, like... That's my target demo. <laughs> he's, he can appeal to a older women's crowd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a weird demographic I've found uh, over time. Yeah. And it's in no way ideal for a lot of different reasons. Um you know what I'm talking about. Should I should I bring it up, my demo? No, your demo is like 14-year-old girls like yep. are always like crushing on you, which is weird and awkward and like like middle-aged women. Yep, and lesbians, believe it or not. Uh, I yeah. feel like I have an appeal there. If you're a lesbian, you're listening to this podcast, you're like, "I don't find you appealing." I get it. It's more my, is it, well, it's my, it's my wit and humor. Yeah, and also your haircut now, uh, as Theo yeah. Vaughn would say. You mm-hmm. got a lesbian haircut. It's a, a gender-neutral haircut. It's <laughs> a gender-neutral haircut. <laughs> yeah, it's good for everybody. One size fits all. It's like an oversized tee, you know? <laughs> Which, uh, re- really funny, I if you don't watch the podcast, I'm growing the mullet back. And um, it, it's really funny. Because I was kind of sad when it when you cut it off. I was like, ah, you know what? I like I you better too. with it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people said that. They were like, ah, oh, man, I miss mullet. Like, yeah. But anyways, I'm growing it back. And my barber, uh, he's a cool guy, and he's like always very positive. And he was telling me recently, he's like, man, he's like, just your, the shape, your jawline, it's just like that cut works for you. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, it's like, but because I'm from Missouri. Because you got some country jeans. <laughs> yeah, and then some of the other stylists that, like, that work in the building were like coming by and they're like, oh yeah, like it does look good. And it's like, yeah, again, like, because they were like, oh, it doesn't look good on everybody. I feel like a lot of people are trying it, but it's in my jeans. It's like, yep. my hair doesn't even grow out here. It only grows mullet. It's true. This is very true. Um, Yeah, I like it on you though. I only got the like Joe Dirt facial hair too. I have two <clears throat> spots like mm-hmm. that keep my beard from connecting from like my side. We all know this. This is a faux beard. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a real beard. No. But <laughs> that being said, when I shave this thing, what do I look like? Yeah, you look like a child, and, and it creeps me out. So I like, but it's not you. It's kind of long right now. Um, I actually just trimmed it down. Uh, maybe uh. I'm just used to it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you're not allowed to do it like a uh, not allowed to well this is true <laughs> you're not allowed to because i said you can't do a full like close shave like razor shave it has to be like trimmer i think early on in <clears throat> one of our first episodes i had accidentally taken the guard off my my like shaver and mm-hmm. so i ended up having to just go like fully clean shaven because i'd like basically taken a big chunk out and it was at that time that i realized that whenever i completely shave even though i can't grow much more than this like blonde parse beard it uh i look both older and younger at the same time <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but it is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's facts. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but you mentioned like uh, being a fan. And, yes. uh, you know, that's something that we hear a lot because uh, obviously you've had a lot of success in uh, your jiu-jitsu career. And then also like now, like going into May, I think you're technically like the LFA uh, flyweight <laughs> champion at this point. Yeah. So... It's weird because people are always like, oh, I think it's so cool how you're such a fan of your wife. Yeah. And I, it, it's funny because I'm, uh, it's fun. It's always funny to both of us when, when people say that because we're like, well, what else would we be? Like, yeah. you're like, and this is going to sound like super cheese ball, but like, you're my favorite person. Like, yeah. you know, and I've chosen you as like my life partner, my husband, like spouse my life partner, <laughs> <laughs> like because like I don't want to do anything else but like do yeah, life like, with you. I like, like I like, I like hanging out with you. I like you like and so I want I think we both are like always encouraging each other and the things that we're really good at and like I'm I'm a fan of yours. I think maybe people don't see that as much because it's not in a sport like scenario but i'm a huge fan of like you as like um and like the things that your your field like your career like i'm always really like well i think I, it, I feel like we always are encouraging each other to like yeah. do the things that we to are in pushing each other towards yeah. like things that we're really good at and i think that's the thing that like it's very obvious you know i'm a fan of yours like I've been coach, husband, like all these different things yeah. at different points. Meme creator. Meme creator, you know? <laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, people see that in their, you know, like the, everything you just said. But I think what they don't see probably is like, um, there's the version of that for you with me is like, you've always like uh, believed in me yeah. to the point to where it was like, no, you're the best, yeah. you know? And in a bunch of different things. It's really funny because I think we balance each other in those ways where it's like you're very, um, you come up, you're very vocal in like the things that you do because you're like, your job is marketing and like selling. And so you're kind of always like pushing things forward, um, like very just public about how you feel about certain things because you're like always kind of like selling things to people or whatever and um i'm kind of very more like reserved like i'm like do hard work in silence and like let my like like my work speak for itself like my achievement speak for itself i don't like to i'm not self-promoting and you are and so because you're self-promoting you promote me in that way but like the things that you're always like outside confidence like behind the scenes like the things that you might be um, not as like sure about 
you're sure, but like then the the things that you question yourself about, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. if you think that that's right, like go for it. Like, trust your gut because you have a good gut. And like, and I'm never gonna push you to do things that I'm not confident in yeah. you doing. You know. And I think that's what it's like a good balance of things. Stand up comedy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Zero yeah. encouragement here. <laughs> but I know, like, I know you so well. I know your skill set. And I'm, it's like when you're chasing something that you're really passionate about, like, I think I've always been like, yeah. no, that's the right thing to do. Like, well, professionally, go for it. it's like, you know, uh, I think the things that I've second guessed, like, you've made me convicted about because yeah. I'm like, well, she's like, She's just my, I know she's my wife and I think we both have that back and forth where it's like, you know, I can encourage you in something in jujitsu, but at some point you're like, yeah, I know you think I'm the best, but it's cause you're my husband. You're yeah. biased. Yeah. And that's true sometimes. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, it's the same, same with me. It's like, there's a moment where I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I know, but you don't know about this the way I do. But there's other things where it's like, you need the you need the encouragement that you're not wasting your time, that you're headed in the right yeah, direction. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not specific things. It's not like the next tournament or like the next project. It's like the next job, like the next move in your career, uh-huh. you know, something and like I that. And I think that's why it's so weird that um, people are like surprised that like we're, you're such a fan of mine in this because I'm like, wouldn't you, I mean, aren't you, if you have like a relationship with somebody, because even with my friends, like, I'm a fan of my friends, like in, in like certain aspects of the things that they do, you know? And uh, I was thinking like, I value your opinion on what I'm doing because I know that you know me and you're a fan of me and you, you're going to always encourage me to be the best version of myself. Yeah. Um, and I have friends that like their opinion matters to me in that same way. Yeah, totally. You know, like when there is like one of our friends that when I was like, I think I'm going to do MMA is a stupid, like, should I? And then I was like, both and I were talking and I, w- I wanted to know what Moose thought. Like, that was the yeah. thing. Cause I was like, he's a friend that like genuinely cares like about me and also knows me well enough to be like, this is good or bad, you yeah. know? And I wanted Some, his, somebody that we have a, like a close family tight relationship with that you know like genuinely just wants the best for you yeah but also at the same time is removed in the romantic way that i am as a husband where it's like if if you were like hey you're not jaded there's there's no like it's not he's not jaded by like yeah like the relationship of spouse like as if you were gonna be like i'm gonna start a bakery he might be like "Mm, i've never really seen you bake anything jenna yes (laughs) (laughs) you're not a bad baker i just want to throw that out there i'm not like i'm actually a pretty good baker she's that that's like your strength it can taste good but like also i'm not it's not gonna be the prettiest (laughs) and that's why i'm not open a bakery yeah (laughs) but i think a lot of this stems from uh something that you know you and i kind of briefly were talking about before this but you know it goes beyond that i'm just your husband and i believe in you it's that I know you better than anybody else on the planet, like, and you know me better than, you know, same. But the thing is, is like, I know you that well, and I'm not like creating memes because I'm your husband. I'm not creating memes because I'm a marketer. It's because I'm that big of a fan. Like, I'm an advocate. Like, I'm all in on Jenna Bishop. Like, I think that you're the next big thing in MMA. And yeah, I'm biased because I'm your husband, but I also know who you are. And I'm also like, no, she deserves it. She's awesome. She's really good. And as a human I'm being. I'm not. I'm trash. <laughs> yeah. Please take the fight. Um, <laughs> but like the thing is, is like uh, I, 
I realized that a big portion of what uh, I like am a fan about with you is just who you are as a human being. You yeah. Know? The yeah. authenticity. Yeah. But I think uh, just coming back to like p- people being surprised by that, it's just like, why would I be any other thing? Like if I've chosen you, like we've decided like, you know, this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Like, of course I'm going to be a fan of them. Of course I'm going to like do that. If it's anything but that, like maybe you need to rethink your relationship, you know, or your choices or something, or maybe like, I don't know, but I think both of us have that, um, in us, like where we want to be come across as like a hundred percent authentic. And that's something that I think we've seen a lot and talked a lot about, in like the day and age of social media where most everything isn't like how everything is right now it's like most people aren't being authentic like they're bought they're like or you know they're trying to project a certain type of image that's not genuine and it's so for me i feel like it's so easy to like um see through that um and I think a lot of people buy into it regardless. Yeah. You know? And I think the thing too is like um, where I think a lot of people, like they may seem really genuine and authentic, but like, you know, when they pull their best friend aside, they're like, say what they really feel. Yeah. Mm, maybe not like quite like that. But I yeah. think it's one of those things that it's like you and I at different points in our life, anytime we've, we've had to portray ourselves or do something that just didn't feel like us or... Mm-hmm. me or like you it's like we get really unhappy and that's why i think we encourage each other yeah unhappy and i feel like because i don't think that i could be successful being something that i'm not you know i think it would be really hard for me to like sell out and try and become something that i'm not for like a paycheck yeah yeah, and I think, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you definitely... And it probably hurts me in a lot of ways. I was just getting ready to say that. It's like, we both know if, like, as a human being, like, if you wanted to, like, if you wanted to jump in, jump ahead of the line, if you wanted to get, like, there's so many things you could do. You could talk shit. You could post a bunch of, like, risque pictures on Instagram. Like, there's a lot of things you could have done over the years that would have gotten you probably a lot more attention. Um, but it's just not who I am. It's not who you are. And... But I am somebody who likes, I love to like talk trash and with my friends, with like the, like the people that know me because I, it's a lot, it's very tongue in cheek. Like I'm very sarcastic and like, I think that's kind of how I show my, uh, love and affection for people as like through sarcasm and like that kind of thing. But if I'm posting that stuff, like on social media, it doesn't come off the same way because you don't know. Like you don't get the you don't get the context of like me being like joking about it, and yeah. then it's like it just comes off weird or arrogant yeah. or like I just it's not who I who I want to be. Yeah. But like I think you see people, you see the guys like being successful. Like in some of the I think the most successful people, they're authentically doing like even if it's part of a game like. Um, Nate Diaz is like the perfect example. He has a everybody loves him. Like he's probably one of my favorite fighters. Everybody loves him, but I think people. people He's a he's a fan favorite. Like he's a fan favorite, and you can't like for me. I'm like I respect that he's never changed who he is. Like he's not like 
Like he's just very authentic. And in some ways it hurts him. Like in the same, like in the fight last night, like him being like stocks and slap punch, knock the guy down, but you point like, I got you instead of like taking advantage of it. You could have jumped on him. And, but instead you're like, just being like, ha ha, I caught you, man. Like, and you've been losing the whole fight. This is your chance. But like, he knew he could take the fight. Like if he wanted to pour it on right then, but like, he also like wanted to like, be like all like, I don't know, whatever. Nate Diaz, you know, I think there's something with, (laughs) with that where it's probably a crutch for him um and probably something that's not healthy for him in, like in his career where he probably could have finished that fight but like he didn't care about finishing the fight for everybody else like Mm-mm. he would like that it bothered him afterwards you could tell in the interview yeah, so, yeah. Like, he doesn't like to lose like, yeah he doesn't like to talk about it. it's like it's literally like a torture you yes know? but yeah. like he uh i think as long as he knew like prove to himself like yeah oh yeah i got this guy and yeah because he, he said, said like ah oh, like if it was a street fight he would have been knocked out like yeah he would have been done it's like well it wasn't it was a sanctioned bout in the ufc and i'm not trying to hate but also i'm a little hating on him because i don't like to see him lose yeah. so it's like finish it when you can that you said, know leon edwards looked unbelievable he did he looked really good looked really good yeah i don't know that and i be- think he's somebody it's like you look at him and like he didn't talk a lot of trash. He just like was quiet, confident, and it's probably why he goes under the radar. Like of a guy that's like really like one of the top contenders in the and division. Give it, but people have pushed him to like be a little bit more trash talking. Yeah, like you know, go go get your shot, man. Yeah, ten fight win streak, and he's so he's he's confident, but like he's just he's just him. He's a yeah. He's a he's a polite guy. He's an athlete. He's kind of shy. Mm-hmm. Like. It is what it is, and I and I think you know both of them are really good examples of where their personal qualities, their character, is not beneficial for them in their fight career. But they've both been undeniable in a lot of ways. Yes, you know? yes, and that's the one thing that you know. Um, I think people all the time want to want to be Conor because Conor McGregor is like the I guess, um, like the mold like he's 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 like like, a human tiktok he's the person that you want to like model yourself after because he was but it's like he is being himself and i think he's probably not that like trash talky arrogant all the time but also that's just like it's like um it's him at the highest volume yes exactly it's him at the highest volume where some people aren't that way at all and then they try and do it and it just comes off like "Mm," you know like and you also have to be able to back it up. I mean, because if like you can't Henry, back it up, Henry it's like Cejudo man. Henry had to end up like leaning into like he's cringe, and it was like this yes. like, gimmick. But it was because he was trying to do some of that, and you're like, Ugh. it seems so bad. Yeah, it made me not want to like. It made me want to root against him in yeah. a way, but like not in a way where I'm like, I want to tune in to see this guy lose. I was just like. Well, if I'm watching fights, like, I don't want him to win because he's, he's like such that, a cornball. He's like that kid in school that, like, you're like, shut up, dork. And he's like, oh, yeah? Well, you know what the thing is? Is like, you're a dork. And you're like, <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> you know, like. All right, nerd. <laughs> beat it, nerd. And that nerd goes and wins the Olympics. And you're like, still a nerd. Like, I don't know what to tell you. 
<laughs> and then you know and he gets but but he's somebody that's like he worked his way into a spot of being undeniable but at the same time i don't know and then you have guys like brandon moreno who is like just so genuine and authentic he comes across that way and he's really good i don't it was weird to me that Davison was like so mad at him for talking so much because it's like he wasn't talking trash. He wasn't being disrespectful. You made that up to like get this like bad guy persona and that that like worked way against you because you got emotional and then you're not even fighting at your best because yeah. of that. I mean, I think we were watching something and he like cried after he weighed in. And yeah. I was like, well, that's not good. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be crying after you step off the scale. No, no, no. That's not like, a that's good a sign. That's a weird emotion yeah. like, for a lot of reasons. And also a sign that you're probably cutting too much weight. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, it's it, mm-hmm. that was so much of a struggle. Like, do you really want to have like this struggle that was independent probably... of your fight tomorrow? Yeah. Like yeah. the day before you fight. Yeah. If making weight is like a bigger victory than winning, then yeah. that's a problem. It's something you and I used to talk about all the time, which is like, <laughs> is why we both kind of stopped like dropping down a weight class yeah, and this is why i won't fight a straw weight <laughs> yeah because yeah exactly because i'm small for flyweight but like well people tell me that but i i feel like that's my size she's so small guys but i'm like, tiny for a flyweight she might as well do atom weight but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is is like you know when the weight cut becomes like some people can just cut weight and it's not a big deal like if you yeah. wrestled your whole but life but if it's that hard it's not an advantage anymore if it's something where it's like Every day when you get up in the morning, getting ready for a fight, you think about your weight cut first. Mm-hmm. I think that's a problem. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, if that's your stressor. And then how much time do you want to spend on it? Because, like, you know, you and I were talking about this recently. It's like, you know, even if you train every day, twice a day, it's like you think about the things that you would need to fix to get better along with preparing for a fight. And there's only so many hours in a day and only so much your body can do. How much of that time do you want to spend on, like, the aspect of cutting weight? Because yeah. a lot of fighters, like, they have to spend some of that physical time on cutting weight. Like, yeah. just doing cardio or, like... Yeah. And doing that instead of, like, focusing on the things, like, maybe that could be... You could focus on recovery or, like, like other skills. Like, yeah, just different skills Adding that you need to things. Adding new wrinkles to your game. It's like, yeah. it's an, that hour of cardio is an hour of drilling, you know? Yeah. In, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know. I think weight cutting is ridiculous. And she won't do it, uh, especially if you take the fight with her, any mm. female straw weight ever. I'm not going to cut to straw weight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I always call you straw weight. It's fly weight. Yeah. I don't think you use a fly weight. Fly weight seems like this. It's the smallest one for men, so I always think like you're bigger than that. No, I'm the same size as a tiny man. <laughs> it's facts that's what i like about you (laughs) sometimes i worry that's why i'm a huge fan i think you're the strong you're the best like female tiny tiny man i've ever trained with low-key you're better than most tiny now you're just being like really like derogatory towards women because you can't i can't just be also tiny men Uh, is it no No, i guess not no 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 I mean, you the just... ones you train with, because you fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. No. No. But maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun watching you get ready for MMA, and I think, you know, the, 
the human being that you are, it's really easy to be a fan of. And, you know, I think you see it a lot in just sort of the, the support that you've had, you know, like you've been trying to fight since February. It's June, like still no fight, but I think the people around you are encouraging you because it's going to happen. It'll happen sometime soon. I can't wait to make the announcement. can't wait to watch you get in there. Um, yeah, me but too. Someday soon. <laughs> and someday soon, you will get to watch both this podcast and another podcast um, because we'll be releasing more of them. And yeah. you'll also be able Yeah, we're coming up. Um, This is our... 49th episode so we're going to be doing episode 50 soon yeah, hopefully we were talking about doing it big yeah i mean having a guest <laughs> yeah doing it big with like a guest or maybe two guests or like maybe three guests or you know i don't know do you guys like having guests on the show tell us Come on. We're, we're listening we're waiting we want to know <laughs> you can send us a message at www. <clears throat> not-fighting.com backslash no i'm just kidding i was like isn't, why isn't are you hilarious? saying all the isn't things that hilarious whenever just somebody... to say www dot i know i'm like oh cringe it's... <laughs> the worldwide are you 90 dot http oh my god okay it's over all right and this is why you can't be a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. see how you take it too far mm-hmm. no the joke's over anybody else out there find it weird that we call it a secure socket layer see again i already told you the joke was over but you push further and then cricket you think my jokes are good reach out and crickets. encourage me <laughs> all right we want to thank everybody for watching or listening to another episode of not fighting <laughs>